You are listening to Courageous Leadership, the podcast with me, Diana Osagi, the author of the book, Courageous Leadership. This is the place where inspirational leaders and everyday heroes share their inside stories of leadership. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you how to develop courage in your own leadership journey and limit the influence of fear as you grow. Let's dive in. In this podcast, I want to explore with you four leadership styles. Now, before you say, I've heard that already, I know my leadership style, I'm sure you do. I know mine, you know yours, we're good to go. But I want to share with you not just leadership styles, but also how you help people get the best out of you when they know your leadership style. The things you tell people about yourself so that you actually work to your best. Okay, so simple strategies for you to help your team members get the best out of you. So the first style is the analytical leader. If you are like this, if you lead in this way, then this will resonate with you. I am usually on time and very disciplined. I like technical and logical challenges. You will see charts and graphs in my office. When I describe things, I do it with lines, arrows and continuums. I love detail. It's a good idea to send me the detail of what we will discuss before we meet. I enjoy the process of hearing how you did what you did because it helps me to understand you and decide whether what you are saying has merit. If your method is well thought through, then your ideas have a good chance of getting my go-ahead. If you've messed up on detail, I'll eat you alive. I will give you the time you need to get through your argument. I may divert you sometimes because I want a detailed answer to aspects of what you are telling me. Your safest bet is to build your argument step by step. Show me your thinking and your working at each stage. I don't respond well to a direct approach. I am not influenced by bravado. I like to consider things so I can take a longer time to make my decision. How do I know I'm an analytical person? Because my environment is tidy and organized. Questions and answers are precise, pointed and technical. I keep emotional issues and small talk out of the way. I am likely to say, how was the traffic, rather than say, how are you feeling? I am logical and fact-orientated. I will ask for supporting data, details and sources. So if you are like that, if I've just described you, you're nodding your head in agreement, then help others to build rapport with you by sharing these guidelines about yourself. So if you tell them these things, it will go better for you in your leadership journey. Tell them, be on time, have the information clearly ordered and ready to go. Be pointed, be technical. Don't rush the pace, take your time. Support your answers to questions with as much evidence as possible, preferably two or three types of evidence. 
Please be low-key in your style, careful and sincere, orderly without too much enthusiasm or bouncing about. Please don't use words like intuitive, think, believe, feel. Use words like rational, know, prove, demonstrate and analyse. If that's you, you're an analytical person, there are some tips and guidelines to share with your teams if you are leading teams and you want them to react and engage with you in the best way possible. So for the second one for this podcast, I'm going to describe a leadership style that we can just call direct. Does this resonate with you? Please get to the point as soon as you can. Time is important to me and I don't like waffle. Promise me early in the meeting that you'll stick to the agreed timing and then do so. I like it when you tell me what you want at the beginning of the meeting. Don't make me wait, because usually I can tell what you're going to say anyway. I have a short attention span. I like control. I will take control if I see you're not doing so early on in the meeting. You will know when I am losing interest in the meeting, when I ask you to hand me the papers that you are looking at so I can look through them myself and I can take the meeting in the direction that I choose. If it's a presentation, I will flick through anything you give me whilst you are talking. I'll probably start squirming in my chair if you're not getting to the point. I might even sigh loudly and look at my watch sooner than you expect. I will ask you direct questions from early on in the meeting and expect you to give me well-prepared, brief answers. I don't like long meetings, so get to the point quickly. I am usually the decision maker, so be sure I know what you want from me and from those who work for me. If you don't know, then say you don't know. I'm usually calm, controlled, formal and orderly. Small talk does not impress me. I respect focus and clarity. I can come across gruff and cutting from time to time, but stick with me. I need to hear good ideas and I like smart, interesting people just as much as everybody else. So have I described you? Come on, are you resonating with this? Are you a direct leader? Some pointers if you are. Your environment is tidy and organised. You are impatient. Your questions and answers are short, pointed and precise. You engage, if any, in little small talk. You like specific evidence. You respond well to confrontation. You are energetic and forceful. Listen, if you're like that, then you are like me. I'm leading it. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, that's me. That was what I was like. That's what I was like when I was leading the school. I'm still like that. I'm still direct. I I know exactly what I am like now. But here are some guidelines to share with your teams that you lead so they get the best out of you and out of your leadership. Are you ready? Be punctual, team, and keep the meeting short. Be prepared for every possible eventuality and outcome. Start with the point or the outcome that you want. 
Use evidence or backup that is very specific and factual. Make your message or your presentation well structured. Be able to answer questions in a direct, brief and decisive way. Make your questions incisive so that you know, I know, you know what you are talking about. Don't bother me with small talk or try to be too friendly at this time. If you write an email, say what you want in the first paragraph briefly, including any next steps that we might have discussed. Okay? Those are two of leadership styles I'm going to share with you over the next couple of podcasts. Listen, leadership is a wide, expansive thing. You will have a dominant style and then many smaller ones. You will call upon different styles for different contexts and situations. But it's a place of truth that your teams need to know where you operate from in the majority of situations. So most of the time, Diana Rosagi, she is like this. If you don't share that with your teams, how will they know how to get the best from you? How will they know how to work with you collaboratively? You've got to share your truth. Be vulnerable, share what you're like, give people guidelines on how you work best. Let's get this done. You have been listening to Courageous Leadership, the podcast with me, your host, Diana Rosagi, the author of the book, Courageous Leadership, available on Amazon now. You can reach me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or via the website, courageousleadership.co.uk. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Until then, goodbye.